All right. Oh, and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified right. podcast discussing entertainment news and reviews. Right. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. All right, all right, all right. That oh, was the payoff. That would that be day. fun. Sorry, all right. Like, yeah. No, uh, Batman, that's me. Matt, what should people do? Bat Matthew McConaughey. Oh, that's true. You do See? share names. That works. This yeah. is going well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, people should like, subscribe, tell a friend, and check us out on TikTok at yeah. Just Us Losers Pod. Oh, I didn't post this week's. At Just Us Losers Pod, where we're not TikTok famous because Preston didn't post this week's episode. I failed. I'm a so, failure. Yep. Uh, yeah, do that. Matt, what you been up to? Uh, Some stuff. Some things. Okay. Uh, We started Westworld. Oh. Which, forgot to mention this in the news, but it's going to get pulled from HBO Max. <gasps> oh, shit. Where's it going? We don't know. Oh. They're selling the rights. They're the streaming rights. Oh, okay. Because yep. it's an HBO show, isn't it? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. They're really, WB's really going hard on saving money right now. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a handful of shows. Well, they, and they canceled it before they could do the final season. Oh. Which is kind of nuts. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, no, uh, we're starting it now and hoping it ends up on something we have a subscription to. Have you, how long is it? How long until it leaves? Uh, We don't know. Okay. It's be like tomorrow. <laughs> Could be. It was still on as of this past weekend. So, yeah. I mean, not a lot to report so far. But How many seasons are there? Four. Okay. Ten episodes per, gotcha. roughly. And they're like hour-long episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. I mean, I'll give some first impressions, but talk more when I get through it. But mm-hmm. uh, are you familiar with Westworld at all? I know with vaguely the... what it is, because it's like sci-fi western, right? Uh, and Westworld's like an amusement park? Yeah. It's, it's basically a immersive reality theme park mm-hmm. where um most of the characters are finely tuned robots replicants basically right and then yeah you can go in and you can do, you can do little missions you can go track down outlaws or you can just hang out at the bars and drink mm-hmm. whiskey and bang old timey prostitutes or um it's an hbo show so you can right. you can have some fun is it an anthology series or does it follow one no it's it's one long one coherent story yeah um, so it's set in that, right? In that. Uh... So far. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we get people who are like managing the park a lot. Right. The, the story is um, Jeffrey Wright's character is one of the lead like guys who works on the robot. Mm-hmm. Um, the the robots and the, the consciousness, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and some odd little incidents start happening at the margins with the robots. Like they're not behaving exactly as they're supposed to. Okay. Um, and so he's trying to investigate what's going on with that. Gotcha. Um, and Anthony Hopkins plays the, uh, the founder of the park. Um, and he's just kind of dawdling around causing trouble in his nice. own little way. Um, you know, messing with stuff, yep. having fun being basically the, the having the infinite privilege of the founder is yeah. having fun with that. But maybe there's some more going on. So you have a little the cane there. with a, um a little thing of amber no he doesn't with a little he, little baby cowboy in it he totally could it'd <laughs> <laughs> be a lot of fun <laughs> yeah no it's um yeah and a lot of people are in it james marsden uh mm. is is a character um then what's his face the hero no <laughs> not that one no the the guy who ends up being the villain of the first season of punisher um uh, who ends up being the villain of the first season of punisher the jigsaw boy Oh, I don't know his last name. Yeah, Ben something. Starts with a B. He's got a nice little alliteration going on. Hmm. He's in it. Um, the other guy I can't remember who's in. Yeah, what's he in? House of Cards and. Bald guy? No. 
He's he's young. I mean, there's the young bald guy, but no, it's the the programmer guy, hacker guy. He's been in some other stuff. I, I'm just he's one of those guys that I'm like, yeah, he's in stuff. I don't know who he is. All right, that's fair. I know I, that's I a really lot of people like for me. Yeah. Um, Evan Rachel Wood is in it. I don't know who that is. Um, she was Marilyn Manson's girlfriend for a while, and then oh yeah, uh, Tandy Newton is in it. Don't know um, who that is. She was the um, love interest in Mission Impossible 2. Oh, it's been forever since I've seen that, so I don't recognize that face. Yeah, No, she's been in some other stuff, too. Gotcha. But um, Yeah, no, the stacked cast, as you'd expect from HBO. Yeah. Um, and is Sean Bean in there dying? No. <laughs> but so far, I am hooked. Um, I am kind of expecting it to get weird and fall off the rails a little bit, but it's still kind of in the mystery-laying phase, and I am enraptured. Right. It's a, such a cool concept and they're teasing all these fun little ideas with the themes of like, are these robots becoming sentient? Are they getting to that point? Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? What does consciousness look like? And it's starting to play with all these different themes a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'm expecting that it's going to get a lot more heavy in that. The The plot is going some very interesting. Ed Harris. I forgot Ed Harris. Is oh, in it. Ed Harris. Yeah. He's uh, super murdery. It's cool. nice. It's a good time. Isn't he in uh dead uh death race i feel like i remember him being in death race death race you ever heard of death race i'm familiar with death death race could be i've never seen it never seen any of them but he's also in he's in snowpiercer i know ed harris oh you know him i know his face he's in a lot of stuff yeah yeah um yeah no he's fun he's uh there's some sort of mystery going on with his character what he's trying to do gotcha um yeah no it's it's really cool. It's exciting and it's it feels like there's a lot behind the surface and I'm low key concerned that it's going to pull back the curtain and it's going to be really unsatisfying explanations for things, but it, mm. there's also some really interesting directions they could go. Yeah. Um and I'm trying not to get too fixated on oh this is how I expect it's going to be because mm-hmm. that's just going to be a letdown, but I can see a lot of different possible directions yeah. that'll that are really exciting. Cool. So, I'll report further if we're able to finish it, but really enjoying westworld pulling back the curtain and being disappointed i feel like there's been a series of things and i can't remember if it's a movie or a show or whatever or a game or something where it's like been a mystery and by the time it gets to the end i'm like yeah, all right like it's not mm-hmm. as like satisfying as i expected it to be yeah what am i thinking of cloverfield paradox I don't know why that's the first example that came to mind, but this happens all the time. Oh, I know exactly what I was talking, what I'm thinking of. Okay. Oh, we'll get to it. Cause it's the thing I've been up to. Uh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So mostly we've been doing that. Um, been playing a lot of hollow Knight. Yes, you have. Um, I you got past the part that I got stuck. I am at. better at video games than Preston. That is this true. is officially true. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I found that part really easy. Um, I wish you hadn't said that. I have to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. So it helped that I knew that you found it really difficult because I went in and I tried to run it a couple of times and I was like, okay, let me actually sit back and try to strategize this right. a little bit. And then I was able to work out a couple of tricks that made it pretty easy. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna keep that point in your head because okay. it's something I've talked about before with uh, Hollow Knight where like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the time to strategize like with boss fights and stuff like that. Right. You're like, I'm going to figure out the attacks before I start trying to do mm-hmm. damage. Uh, that's going to come back later. Okay. Me. Cool. Sounds good. Yep. I'm happy to tell you some of my 
ideas if you want to hear them. I need to go back and like try it again Mm -hmm. because I feel like I haven't gone back since rage quitting. Mm -hmm. And I think I really only tried it that one sit down Uh and couldn't get past it. And when I get angry, I get worse. And so it yeah. just, I just got worse and worse and worse. If I go back and try it again, like calmly and just like yep. kind of, I, I will probably succeed. But yeah, I will also need to go by and go through and like practice fighting again because I've lost all of the yeah coordination for it. But yep. yeah, no. Um, so there's that. I um, I ran into a couple of subsequent platforming areas that were extremely frustrating and took a couple hours each to clear. Okay. Got through them. I have been exploring Kingdom's Edge, which is a what real you get weird to place. after that, I assume. What was that? What was that the area you get to after the part that I'm stuck at? No, it's uh, over in a completely different spot. Oh, okay. The part you're stuck at doesn't really lead anywhere, but it gives you a couple of things. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I, I want to. My old year's resolution is to beat it before the end of the year. Gotcha. Um, I don't know how it's gonna go. Uh, because I just this morning did a thing that is very clearly the first of three big things that you're going to do at some point. Okay. Um, and I just a couple of days ago got the achievement that I found half of the grubs. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's progress, but yeah, you got a long way to go. <laughs> you got apparently. a ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there's uh, there's a couple of places that I'm still having a little trouble figuring out. And there's little places that go even further down or to yeah. the side on the map that I haven't gotten into yet. Yeah. The the force fields in Fog Canyon, mm-hmm. I have not figured out how to get through them, but I've come around on the other side of them. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. A long way to go, probably. Yep. Yeah. Or are you just missing the grubs? Which they're not hard to find. Yeah. They, they, they're pretty loud. Yeah. They make a lot of noise. <laughs> that one in the Forgotten Crossroads that's like hidden in a wall. Uh-huh. Every, I, it took me forever to find that one. I don't know why I just I, I constantly heard it and I was like jumping up the walls and looking for little paces and I just it didn't even occur to me to hit the wall in that one spot. Yeah. But we got there. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah. So still massively enjoying it. No complaints. Coming a little gamer. Yep. What else? That's it. All right. I've been up to a lot. Sweet. Uh, so I'll start with the things that I've finished real quick. So I read Infidel and I read uh uh the autumnal the two uh, comics you lent to me that i think you had been up to last time uh yeah infidel was like a year ago but, oh okay um autumnal was recent i think for both of them this is where like the pulling back the curtain thing mm. is i think for both of them i expected a more interesting twist okay but with the autumnal it is a twist but it's kind of like oh but then, like, it kind of twists again. You're like, oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't really change anything because it kind of, like, reveals. It's like, yeah, you kind of, it was kind of right the whole time. Yeah. Um, And I was a little let down by that. Like, I was kind of hoping it would be some. Uh, it. It's more of a commentary on cult mentality mm-hmm. than actually, like, supernatural Right. But it is still, you know, you know how it ends. And yeah, I feel like a lot of people are probably aren't going to read it. Yep. So I'm not really worried about it. Like it twists. So, so the, the, the premise is used that, uh, for listeners, a woman and her daughter show up, uh, after her, her mother died yes, and lived in this town 
Comfort Notch. Comfort Notch. And so she and her daughter... definitely doesn't sound like a euphemism for anything. Oh, good. Uh, (laughs) So her mother died and left her the house. Mm -hmm. And so... And she grew up, or kind of like grew up. She moved... She uh, had left when she was young, but for reasons she didn't know. Mm -hmm. Came in. Everyone in the town's weird. Uh, Things are weird about, like, oh, the the autumnal, like, the autumn... Mm -hmm equinox is yep. upon us we're definitely doing a wicker man but yeah <laughs> you can trust us we're all nice innocent friendly townsfolk yep uh don't touch the leaves because then there's a witch out in the forest or something and you learn things about the witch and then you learn like that oh it's like a person in the past and now you have to sacrifice a child every year on this and uh i'll leave a little bit of mystery just for people to mm-hmm. at least read it if they want to yep um but like I was I was kind of let down just at the end of it by it basically being what they've been telling you mm-hmm. and not something even bigger or like not at all, like just mm-hmm. like kind of a scare thing. Yeah. Um. So I, I enjoyed the like the setup, like I definitely I, w- I wanted to start reading it one mm-hmm. night and then I was going to finish it like the next day. Could not mm-hmm. go to sleep. So yep. I was like, I need to finish this. This is creepy. Yeah. Uh, definitely has a lot of really good creepy imagery. Oh yeah. So it does it does its jobs for do, job for the first three quarters of it, and then mm-hmm. it just kind of like it feels like it falls flaccid at the end. Okay, interesting. Because I honestly really liked the ending. Okay. Um, for one thing, I don't think everything needs to end in a big plot twist. It's not necessarily a big plot twist. It, I, I just feel like yeah. it needs to develop. Mm-hmm. more i see where you're coming from because it, it does a lot with oh there's some mysterious happenings and it, it it is kind of just you're peeling back layers of what you know is there but just kind mm-hmm. of understanding it more but it's the the interesting thing for me was more about the character decisions at the end that was that is something that i did enjoy like it was a little bit more like I, I, the the depressing ending mm-hmm. i like a good depressing ending oh yeah um and so like that I guess kind of your point. You're, I enjoyed how it ended, not really the reveal. Okay, that's of fair. the situation, mm-hmm. which I guess may have been more of the intent, like the yeah, the point of the writer was like, yeah. I'm gonna like, yeah, the setting up that this is what's going on, and yeah, I'm not lying to you about it. It's what's going to happen in the last two pages. It's gonna yeah, rip you to shreds. Yeah, the plot twist has nothing to do with the supernatural, really. Yeah. So. So, read that. Uh, loved the art style. Loved the writing mm, and the mm-hmm. pacing of it. Um, yeah, I was pretty impressed. The uh, Infidel was also uh, Infidel. I enjoyed a lot more. Um, okay. And with this one, I expected a twist and didn't get one. And so, reading the whole, I need to stop expecting plot twists, honestly, yeah. because there wasn't a twist at all. It's like exactly what she was figure trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. It's just what ended up happening at the end was really sad and fun and I loved it. Uh sad and fun. It was You're sad and fun that it happened. I am a dark person. Um it does a phenomenal job of basically um if you're ex- at least if you're receptive to it. Mm-hmm. This is what it's like to be a Muslim in America. Yeah. Like it takes Islamophobia and the fear of just being who you are mm-hmm. in a situation you can't really leave mm-hmm. and like cranks it to 
thirty thousand of ele- like elevens yep. without ever feeling gratuitous. Like without ever feeling a lot gratuitous. of the things feel like yeah, no, I I could totally see someone saying or doing that. Or yep, being like that helps that it's written by a Muslim, mm-hmm. so they actually know <laughs> what Some it's like. Lived experience coming through in the pages a little bit, maybe. Um, definitely some good characters with the like like you have the person that's like very clearly racist Mm -hmm. to help at least like tie that like the theme and the actual right diegetic fear together yep (laughs) but i i enjoyed that one a lot um again like the plot like expecting a pullback of a curtain and then not happening was something that i needed that's a me thing not necessarily a book thing uh, but that was a lot of fun. I need to get the back to get both those back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I got one more thing that I finished and two things that I I'm working on that I want to update on. So I played God of War, the 2018 oh. one. Okay. Um, holy shit, that game is so good. Cool. Um, it is. So it's it's open world, but it's one of those. Uh, it's it's similar to Hollow Knight in the okay. way it works. So basically, there are like. It's basically 3D Hollow Knight. Okay. So um, I'm on, I'm like on board. hack and slasher. There are skills that you unlock over time mm-hmm. that open up new areas. And like over time, like new areas you explore. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take the time to really explore everything and gain a whole bunch of stuff, then it makes the game easier as you go. Yeah. Um, the story is amazing. Cool. Uh, basically. So, uh, so you watch the God of War, like history thing, like the right. old series. Uh, so basically Kratos, uh, was a Spartan who, uh, was tricked by Ares to burn down an entire village, his entire village, which included, uh, killing his wife and daughter. Um, this is the old series, which, which is like good, but it's definitely just a hack and slash from what I know. Um, and he is cursed. Uh, then he goes on a killing spree of all the gods over the course of several games. Basically, kills the entire Greek Greek uh, pantheon. Great. Becomes the god of war. Cool. Uh, replaces Ares, and then I don't know what happens at the end of that whole series. But the beginning of God of War is that he is in, uh, he's in Midgard. It's not really clear where he is mm-hmm. in Midgard, but it's like a forest, like a. So probably, probably somewhere in Scandinavia, I would sure. venture to guess. Um, his wife had just died and he has a son who's like eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and basically the premise is his wife wanted him to spread her ashes on the tallest peak, tallest peak in all the realms. Okay. That's, that's it. That's a, okay. Uh, and so he's like, he takes his son. He's been training his son. He doesn't, his son doesn't know that his dad is literally the God of war. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, all right, to that mountain we go. And they, uh, come across various Norse gods. So this one's very rooted in Norse mythology. I've learned mm-hmm. a lot about Norse mythology with it, which is a lot of fun. Cool. You explore, you get to go to other realms. You get to a point of the mountain where it's like, ah, oh, you can't go in here. You need to go to Alfheim. Afel, Afel, Alfheim, Alfheim, uh, and reignite the light of the realms and stuff. And you got to uh, go do that. And kind of like, yep. it's like those things. Like, yeah. you keep hitting. Send you off to this other place. Yeah. And, 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 thing. But like the driving force behind it is just spreading the ashes. And it's like the story between Kratos, who was a God killing God, who is just angry, all like really deep, <laughs> just really like stoic and just like, like very 
disciplined and yep. like he's a Spartan. He's a Spartan. Uh, and this eight year old who is his actual son, like they don't mm-hmm. like pretend that he's not or anything. Yeah. Uh, trying to be a dad while like you know he's like internally really 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 cares and loves this child but mm-hmm. externally doesn't show that and like that leads to a lot of really interesting conflicts between a father and son yep um the lessons he teaches through his very unique way of teaching oh son when you kill a god boy now boy there it is <laughs> when you kill a god make sure you cut well, their head also, off like, twice that's that like that so one of the big driving things with the story with between the two of them is that he doesn't tell his son anything about his past mm. he doesn't know anything about his dad and like there come several moments where like uh, atreus is his son he's like why is this thing and he's like like why won't you tell me he's like because i like that's not mm-hmm. for me to tell you or, like you don't that's, yep. like that kind of stuff you are too stupid to <laughs> understand boy pretty much it's like you won't you won't understand like you're like you have so much to learn blah 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 you don't know Things like that. It's so good. I think you should play that after. Like, I think that's your next one after Hollow Knight because it's so similar to Hollow Knight, mm. where you have the big bosses. I've got the uh, uh, Breath of the Wild waiting for me. That's true. So, but God of War, throw yeah. that on your list. Add it to the list. Uh, it's so good. The ending it reveals a lot about things at the end. Uh, things about Atreus. So mm-hmm. you know he learns uh, at some point because that's not. Like the next game is God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Feel like it's not a super mi- super big mystery for Atreus to eventually learn that his dad is a god. Right. Um. You learn things about his mother, like who she was, because you don't know anything about her. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's it's so fun. Uh. And then I started. I'm maybe halfway through God of War Ragnarok. Wow. Um. Because I just fully. Mm in these games um i can't really talk about much about ragnarok yet because there's a lot the story is definitely a lot more loose so god of war i'll say real quick 10 out of 10 for me okay like absolutely solid game probably one of my favorite games of all time at this point wow i cannot wait to go back and like complete like 100 percent it because mm-hmm. it has those things and stuff but like i was just way too invested in the story when it got to about the halfway mark that i just kind of blitzed through the rest of it yeah God, and, and I'm I'm a stealth game person, and mm-hmm. you do not do stealth. And there is not, it's, right. it's just not a stealth. Like, there's not even the mechanic. Atos is being sneaky. <laughs> um, and so it took me a while to kind of get used to that. Mm-hmm. But similar to uh, Hollow Knight, if I take the time to learn these big bosses' attacks, it makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, so there's, basically there's runic attacks, there's just normal attacks, there's ranged attacks, like different like elemental things you can do. Uh, typically, what I would do with that kind of stuff is like kind of like a diverse like kind of build of a little bit of everything. Yeah. With God of War, basically I committed to a fully strength based build where mm-hmm. not even worrying about the runic attacks like the elemental damage not worrying about having a lot of health basically my my thing was just dodge attacks and then it takes three hits to bring him down <laughs> and i it worked really really well so i learned that, that game if you ever play that game commit to a play style really really hard okay and don't worry about the other things right. if you want to be a tank that doesn't do a lot of damage per hit but like you can just take the hits forever mm-hmm. you dedicate everything to vitality and defense mm-hmm. don't worry about anything else if you want to do all elemental damage because that's what i'm doing with ragnarok okay is i did strength for god of war but for ragnarok i'm doing all like elemental like i want to take a lot of advantage with that where mm-hmm. 
Like, okay, so this weapon does freeze damage. You build up the freeze meter until they're considered frozen. And then if you switch to the other weapon and do fire damage, it does extra damage. So I'm like doing that switching between weapons, Mm -hmm. uh, wearing armor that basically like when you block it, uh, builds up poison uh elemental and then when they are poisoned you do extra damage so i'm like sitting there like is this secretly a pokemon game can't i mean (laughs) maybe a little bit (laughs) except you are the pokemon you are the master and the pokemon oh although you do have a companion all the time usually it's atreus but in ragnarok you kind of it switches out companions Mm -hmm. a little bit so you kind of do have your little pokemon that you're like oh that's fun hit him with a bow and then you run and you attack (laughs) um so ragnarok the story is a lot looser and less direct it's more so god of war is i need to do this yep and you're stopped from doing it and you get through the barrier that's stopping you from doing it but eventually you do it and that's the end of the story Mm -hmm. in ragnarok it's more of like it's you're exploring ragnarok and it's a little more atreus driven Mm -hmm. um he's got questions that he wants answered and it's more of just kind of uh he's so it's like years later. So he's older uh, and he's just like going and doing things. He's got questions and he wants answers and he's going to do it on his own. And, uh, and Kratos is like, stop, <laughs> damn it. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just kind of chaotic where it's one of those, I need this answer. And I go to this place to get the answer, but it's not really the answer I'm wanting, but it's directing me to the next. So it doesn't really feel like there's an end Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting to a point where there is starting to, it is starting to kind of, uh, narrow it mm-hmm. to, oh, I actually know this objective will give me the answers right. for certain, but it kind of took a while to get to that, to where I wasn't super invested in the story itself. It also kind of does this thing where in God of War, you do one mission and it take and you go for a little bit, you know, like you, when you start one of the missions, you go into kind of, it's, it's a linear spot mm-hmm. that you go for a little bit in ragnarok those linear spots are a lot longer okay and so like i'm like i'm the person where like oh i'm in a new realm i want to explore the realm mm-hmm. but it's like a solid couple hours before like it actually lets you uh, loose again okay and not the biggest fan of that like it gives you yeah. a lot of story really quickly but like it it's linear but with a little bit of exploration like mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like it feels like lip service to exploration in those areas instead of just like actual exploration which i'm not again a huge the biggest fan of so it's a little yeah. bit like come on come on i want to get to exploring more the character interactions i can't really get into that because there's a lot of reveals at the end and things that happen at the end of god of war that lead to this Ah. um but there are a lot of really fun relationships that develop in different ways so you don't actually know you don't really meet very many gods in god of war Mm -hmm. uh you meet not gonna spoil that (laughs) (laughs) right at the beginning you get attacked by a god you don't know who the god is until later but then like you so you have that god you meet a god later on uh and you meet like a couple here and there uh but ragnarok you really like start meeting everybody mm-hmm. um i didn't know because my only experience with north mythology is thor the movie <laughs> yeah uh didn't know odin is the worst oh yeah oh and all of the gods with the exception of maybe a couple are the absolute worst oh yeah i didn't know that and so yeah. i was just like oh that's kind of mean like he's a super he's it's it's 
it's uh Anthony Hopkins, <laughs> just super nice guy to his kids and stuff. No, man, he's a he's a bad guy. Yeah. All of them are bad people. Wasn't that the point of Thor Ragnarok? I feel like the problem though with Thor Ragnarok is like it's like, yeah, he made some mistakes. Like that's mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Now, he's just a straight up manipulative gaslighting like horrible person god Great. i love it uh and they really really do that and then you get to a section where which is i always love these parts of uh movies where you have this person that builds up this is a bad person and then you get to the part where it's like you know look how good he can actually be and you're like oh yay now do i want to kill him i totally want to kill him but like do i want to kill him i want to kill him ah. yeah um good. uh so it's a lot of fun yeah so i i fully recommend god of war to you at some point okay um high on the list for you cool just because it's so similar to mm-hmm. uh, and also it's just such a good i can't wait to hear you just talking about boy <laughs> <laughs> um so there's that and then i am a little more than halfway through uh dune messiah Ooh! finally got to it yes i went made through my big stack of comics oh boy. uh i started reading it uh, have you read Dune Messiah? I can't remember if you've read the other two. Uh, I have, but it's been a long time. Okay. So Dune Messiah picks up several years after the end of Dune, mm-hmm. where uh, he is, uh, Paul Atreides, Moad Dib, is now the emperor. Spoilers. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the point of Dune Messiah is to show that he's not all good mm-hmm. and also that frank herbert did a lot of drugs if i remember right <laughs> eh. it's there's no action mm-hmm. whatsoever there's action in dune yep there's no action whatsoever it's really political mm-hmm. because the opening chapter is this there is a conspiracy to destroy him as there um, usually is in this sort of situation and so it's really political of you have basically these five key players in the conflict. You got Paul, you got person that is also a spoiler. No, I'll try to keep spoilers down. Mm-hmm. Uh, this other person. Littlefinger, Varys, and Pycelle. You know what? Let's kind of, <laughs> there's like, there's the conspirators and then there's the people who are close with him. And then there's pretty early on a person from the first book that is wild and, it's so hard to talk without <laughs> spoiling things. Yep. Um, so getting past the setup of what this whole thing is, I'm not quite enjoying it. And I think the general consensus is that this one is really just kind of a prologue to children of Dune, mm-hmm. which I totally get because it's, it doesn't feel like this book is wanting to tell its own coherent story. Mm-hmm. Because there's really not a plot other than there are all these people with their own idea. It's it's very Game of Thronesy, and each person kind of has mm-hmm. the conspirators have their own goals. Of course, Paul's is to just survive and also work through his own existential issues. Yep. But there's really no mystery because you like it explains everyone's every move at every point and like. Mm-hmm. You get every chapter like kind of explains a little bit, but like it's 
there's no sense of the audience not knowing what a person is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's step, every, everyone's actions, every step of the way. And it's like, this person's going to meet this other person and you get both of them. And also it's, they're all, everyone involved is the like really high Ben Gesserit, like right. can read everything. And so one person says one thing and then both of them completely are on the exact same page of understanding every single nuance of this conversation. Yeah. And so there's no, like, <sighs> I feel like the recurring thing that's interesting is that these powerful people keep going up against the most powerful person ever. Mm -hmm. And the most powerful person ever is realizing that he's not the most powerful person ever. And like, that's basically the only thing I'm getting from it. And like, I would, I'm only half, like a little more than halfway through the book. So I feel like there's more coming, Mm -hmm. but it's taken a long way to get there. Yeah. And I'm just like, come on, pick up the pace. So I'm excited to see what children of Dune is because that's mm-hmm. like his like great great grandkid or something that's a huge time jump isn't it no that's uh that's still um well it's about his kids oh okay so um, okay yeah, so god emperor of dunes like a three thousand year time jump. oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so yeah I, I this is like Derek, definitely because i was reading the foreword which was frank's i think what's frank's kid's name brian brian Talking about yeah, a lot of people like critics kind of panned this one because they didn't it was Frank knew that this was just setting up the next book. Yeah. And so people didn't know that was coming. And so they were like, yeah. this is the sequel. What? This, this is, is not even close. I asked for. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I'm definitely feeling that and seeing how that happened. Yeah. Knowing that the third book is coming. I'm it's a little bit more gracious on mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. This is setting up a lot of themes yeah. for the next one, but maybe Messiah and children should have been combined into a single dune sized volume. Messiah or children is pretty close to the size of dune. It's pretty big. Okay. Cause, uh, Messiah is half is almost exactly half the size of dune. Mm-hmm. And then children is substantially bigger. I think it's like maybe 450, 500 pages. So okay. it's not quite the size, but Almost the size, so yeah. two of them together would have been way bigger than Dune. All right. Because I've also got that one sitting on my shelf. That's the next thing I'm reading. Like, I'm finishing this trilogy. I'm finally getting into it. Yeah. And then the next one I'm reading is Mistborn, because I want to finish that. Mm-hmm. And then... <gasps> do you know what? Or are you just, like, putting the face... I have a good guess. What is it? Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yes! What I'm really not excited about with reading Lord of the Rings is how bad shape my first book is. Mm. You've seen it, right? Have you seen how destroyed my Fellowship of the Ring is? No. Oh, it's bad. It's got like masking tape and and oh, packaging no. tape and everything oh, no. all over. Because I didn't know how to handle books when I was a kid. Yep. The other two books are totally fine. I have looked far and wide. You know, the best present you can get for me is that book replaced of the same collection. Mm-hmm. But that collection's from the seventies. Uh. So if you can find Fellowship of the Ring <laughs> <laughs> from that collection, that'd be great. But I can't find it. Okay. Uh, cause this is my dad's and mm-hmm. I feel really bad about having destroyed it so much. Yeah. Um, so it'll be cause with, with dude Messiah, I'm like, I'm bending the covers of it so that I don't, cause your dune has all of those like destroyed yeah, lines the, down the this, spine. Yeah, I got I'm like trying used. to prevent doing that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, cause like I want these to last forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to finish that. I'm going to finish Mistborn and then I'm going to do Lord of the Rings. Yes. Cause I need to finish these freaking trilogies. I started, I oh finished the Carla trilogy working on the dune trilogy i'm like i'm actually i'm doing it yes i didn't just stop reading no i'm doing it i'm so delighted <laughs> um i am uh, so all of that to say about dune 
uh, Dune Messiah is. I am enjoying it because I, I'm a Lakari person. I'm a spy person. So yeah. I enjoy political reads and stuff like that. I think where I get really invested is when it is these interactions between the good and the bad. Right. Like, uh, when you have a person in the conspiracy going to meet Paul and talking to him and you have these really fast back and forths, mm-hmm. um, where I get stuck is the, the ruminating Paul's just like looking over, do, over Arrakis mm-hmm. and, uh, it's sand. I should do some drugs. Yeah. It's exactly <laughs> like there was an, he had like a dream, like, cause it's a lot of prescience and stuff like that. I yeah. like the way that he approaches prescience because mm-hmm. they, they don't really cover a lot of that in Dune. They do right. a little bit, but yeah. like it's, he's literally like tripping balls and like, there's a, there's a chapter where he sees the falling, like a moon falls out of the sky mm-hmm. and like the symbol of Muad'Dib is a moon. So it's like a whole thing. And sure. he's like, it's an entire chapter of him just like wandering around naked. Like the moon is falling <laughs> and just like looking out at Arrakis <laughs> and seeing like a thing. And then he's like, the moon is falling. And then he like wanders around a little bit. Moonfall is a Dune sequel. For- <laughs> <laughs> um, and so like, those are like, eh, come on, I get it. Like. It's, it's a lot of just kind of, it's, it feels like flavor text mm-hmm. to the whole thing, but I know it's important. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of have to like double read them, but it's, uh, the, 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 oh man, conversations between two people that I can't talk about because it's both of them are a spoiler, <laughs> uh, are really fascinating and I'm not going to talk about it. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, those are what I've been up to. Cool. Would you be interested in seeing uh, Denis Villeneuve adapt this and then Children next? So what we have heard from him is that he wants to do a trilogy where it's Dune Part 1, Dune Part 2, and Dune Messiah. Mm-hmm. He hasn't said anything about Children of Dune. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, no. Okay. I don't see how Dune Messiah is a logical conclusion to a trilogy from Dune. Okay. Unless it makes more sense at the end right. of the book which it could but so far this does not feel like an act three okay cool. so it, it feels like an act two which is why i don't think like i will see once i finish dune messiah and i read children of dune and i'll see what the story is i'm wondering if what he may do is take a lot of really key points from the two of those mm-hmm. and meld them into one movie could which be. is dangerous when it comes to dune yes and so we'll see okay as of right now i'm not on board with that i'm on board with just the dune one and two and leaving it there okay but yeah we'll we'll see as i keep reading right. I, I'm, I'm halfway through it i started reading five days ago started reading before we were supposed to record but it wasn't very close i feel like i'm gonna finish this before the new year cool i know i'm gonna i feel like i'm gonna finish this before christmas okay Sweet. Like before the end of this weekend, and then I'll probably be into... Oh, we got to worry about uh, recording for New Year's, because I'll be gone that weekend. Mm. Okay. So we'll figure it out. Yep. Um, that's what I'm t- That's what I've been up to. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. I don't think there is. Joust me? We joust. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, Radio, Podbean, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, check us out on TikTok at just us losers pod where we're going to be tiktok famous yeah at just us losers pod um we have twitter and instagram and facebook um at just us losers pod at all appropriate places there 
Uh, we do have a Gmail. JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. Did you ever finish Andor? No, I didn't. Okay. Gotta do that. So we'll talk about that next time we have a What You've Been Up To. Let's see. JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. Next God of War movie set in the Bionicle universe? Yes or no? Five oh, paragraph essays only. That was news! Uh, God of War has... Uh, um, who bought... I think Amazon Prime bought rights to make a God of War movie or show. Oh. That's we'll concerning. That's concerning. Yeah. Amazon is... I mean, apparently they missed hard on Wheel of Time. Um, Rings of Power is kind of... I'm, I'm souring on it the further I get away from it, I feel. Because I think back and I'm like, I didn't like any of the characters or the plot threads very much. In what? Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. But I remember having good impressions coming out of it. So, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, yeah, so we've got that to look forward to. So, um, all right, that's probably everything. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.